Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Targeting the doctor. That's what local authorities are saying in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Four people killed before the gunman shot himself. They found a letter on the man. This from KRMG.com. You guys know that I'm heard on KRMG in Tulsa from 9 to midnight on Sundays, along with my Eat, Drink, Smoke program, my Cigar and Bourbon show. The reporting here is they found a letter on the man who killed these four people, making clear that the attack was indeed targeted. I won't be using the name of the gunman. That he came with the intent to kill a doctor and anyone who got in his way, blaming the doctor for ongoing pain he was experiencing following back surgery on May 19th. He had been wanting follow-up treatment. He was in pain. The doctor saw this guy on Tuesday. One day later, this guy bought an AR-15. And earlier, he had bought a 40 caliber Smith & Wesson semi-automatic pistol from a pawn shop. Which would mean in both cases... He passed a background check. Authorities had gotten the word that there was a shooting and arrived within, I think it was four minutes. Four people are uh, dead, including uh, the, the doctor in question, another doctor, and two others. It's a horrific story, but it's a story where it, we, we know why. We don't accept why. Pain makes people do maddening things and terrible things. Are we going to now believe that the gun is responsible? I don't want to get political, but what option is given The question must be asked, are we going to believe that the gun is responsible in this situation? The shooter letting us know it was the pain, and he blamed, and he was going to take it out on them, and anybody who got in his way, that is not somebody who is thinking clearly, that is someone who is thinking in pain, and never said to themselves, wait, these other people didn't do anything to me. It was about being irrational, at least based on the information that we have at this moment. That's not the firearm. That's not the gun. Let's say it again for the people in the cheap seats. That's not the gun. So what is this constant want and desire? This constant push to blame firearms. These constant attacks on the Second Amendment. This was CNN. Will Hurd is a former uh, congressman, Republican, 
out of Texas speaking to Don Lemon. Sure. Look, the, 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 an 18-year-old kid should not have been able to get access to a semi-automatic rifle. Period. Full stop. The fact that in, 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 in Texas, you, you have to be 21 years old to buy a handgun, but you only have to be 18 in order to get a, a semi-automatic rifle. That's something that should be addressed. Now, people are going to say that's not restricting the rights of, 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 of gun owners that use their guns properly. If, and if you also want to say, okay, we, there's some reason that an 18-year-old should have that, then go through some additional training yeah. similar to the kind of training you have to have if you want to get a hunting license. But that's not even restricting so I, I legal gun owners because then it, legally you won't be allowed to carry a gun at that age, so it wouldn't be restricting legal gun First, I uh, am outraged by this commentary. You shouldn't have to be 21 to carry a handgun. I don't believe that this age restriction is of value. Why is it that you can buy a long rifle at 18, but you have to wait till you're 21 till you smoke cigarettes? I don't think you have to wait to be 21 to smoke cigarettes. I don't think anybody should smoke cigarettes. Haven't we proven that they're trash? Haven't we proven that they're awful for you? Don't smoke cigarettes. Well, what about cigars? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's settle down. This is exactly the kind of talk that the left engages in and you hear about regarding guns all the time. Notice the levels of conflation. Anybody who's ever done any bit of history, any bit of research on cigars knows that there is no comparison to the premium cigar and the cigarette, whether it be the marketing, whether it be uh, the cost, whether it be how uh, they, they are utilized and, and, and what age groups utilize them. Never mind that you're not inhaling a cigar and you can go through study after study after study that show the nil health effects regarding cigars. But yet they get lumped in with cigarettes all the time. All the time. Drives me nuts. Do I believe there should be age restrictions? And once you're an adult, you should be able to do what it is adults do. We have determined that the age of adulthood is 18. Through the millennia, that's what it is. And I think an 18-year-old should be able to buy a long rifle. And I think an 18-year-old should be able to smoke. And I think an 18-year-old should be able to buy a handgun. Unless they don't want to. You want to talk to me about training? I'm absolutely down with training. But what level of training does the 18-year-old require on the handgun that would make you satisfied, Congressman Hurd? Because if I leave it to mom's demand action, it's going to be a tremendous amount of training. Would you have rathered that the shooter in Uvalde, Texas, had more training? This is your argument? May I suggest, uh, politely, if I may, that your argument is full of crap. You are nothing more than a BS artist from beginning to end. This is not a conversation about training. Why are you saying it? Why are you lying to us? You want to bring the age to 21, and then you want to bring the age to 25, and then you want to bring the age to 40. You want to keep people from gun ownership. Just say the words, you liars. Don Lemon. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to yourself. Stop lying. You don't think they should be able to own the gun. I think it's okay because I think the Second Amendment affords them that right. And if we say 18, 
Okay, now you can argue, wait a second, there's nothing in the Constitution uh, about ages. Well, I'll let other people fight that fight. I'll let other people fight that fight if they say that 12-year-olds should be able uh, to own weapons. By the way, plenty of 12-year-olds with with, uh, uh, 22s. They've learned to hunt with them. They've learned to do a series of things with them. I don't think it's weird. What, kids go hunting with their parents all the time? All right, not my kids. My kids are not going hunting with me because hunting has never been my thing. But my kids are fully aware that I carry a firearm with me everywhere we go. They are fully aware of this. They're not freaked out about it. They're not crying to themselves, oh my gosh, I'm unsafe. They're not doing any of that stuff. What's wrong with you? They understand the importance of it. They understand why it's happening. And they understand that you want to be in a position to protect and defend yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is something wrong with someone trying to prevent you from doing so. Which in this case is the congressman from Texas, the former congressman from Texas, Will Hurd. I don't know why he wants this. I don't know why he thinks that somehow he's hitting on something that is uh, important or, or valuable here. It seems that he's on the same old, same old. House Judiciary Committee uh, talking about gun legislation. And of course, if they want to ban this, ban that, you can't do this, you can't do the other. Congressman Jim Jordan. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, life is precious, especially the lives of children. What happened in Uvalde, Texas is tragic. It is every family's worst nightmare. Our hearts go out to the Uvalde community and especially to the families who've lost loved ones last week in this evil act of violence. And of course, there's what happened yesterday in Tulsa and a few weeks ago in Buffalo and our hearts go out to those families as well. No one wants another tragedy. No one wants this to happen again. That's why it's regretful that Democrats have rushed to a markup today in what seems more like political theater than a real attempt at improving public safety or finding solutions. Democrats never once reached out to us to seek our input on the legislation we are considering here today. Protecting children is not a Republican or Democrat issue. The Democrats cobbled together a package of measures. This is not a real attempt, in my judgment, to find solutions. Everyone here knows the reality. Democrats are in control of the House. Anything that you and Speaker Pelosi want to pass, you can pass. And frankly, you've already passed numerous bills related to firearms this Congress. But because those bills are radical attempts to legislate away Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens, the Senate has not taken up the legislation, just like it won't take up this bill. What we are doing here is just designed to appeal to Democratic primary voters. The bill won't make our schools safer, it will hamper the rights of law-abiding citizens, and it will do nothing to stop mass shootings. We need to get serious about understanding why this keeps happening. Democrats are always fixated on curtailing the rights of law-abiding citizens rather than trying to understand why this evil happens. Until we figure out the why, we will always mourn losses without fixing the problem. Our job is to figure out the why. Funny. I I know a guy on radio who's been saying that for a few days now. That's Jim Jordan having a very rational conversation. 
he is going to be told that he's okay with dead kids because he won't do away with the guns. Remember, the left's position here is agree with us or else. As I've often stated, you know, and I, and I go through this sometimes if you caught my last video over there at Rumble. I, I asked this question when I was talking with Guy Relford, who's a Second Amendment uh, uh, attorney and, and the leader of the 2aproject.com, and we're discussing gun myths versus gun facts. And this idea he was getting into that, you know, uh, they, they, they hate you and they want to take away your rights. I'm like, but they, they always couch it as something, right? There's, there's always, uh, because of this, this has to happen. That's always the way they do it. And his point was, was that they, they really do hate the gun and want to get rid of it. And I, I often state, and I've said on the show a million times, uh, for the hardcore political left, and this happens to be true, it's fact, it's been fact for years, I've been saying it since before, uh, since the earliest days of my radio career, before my radio career went more mainstream, if you will. The political left hates you for who you are and what you believe, but most importantly, they hate you for not thinking like they do. In the end... What is despised is that you do not think like they do, because if you don't think like they do, you have an independent thought. You have another thought. You have a secondary thought. And that can't be allowed because it means there's more than one thought allowed. And they don't allow that. There is only one thought that is allowed, and no other thought can be allowed because that's unallowable. Take a look at any subject, and they'll tell you there's only one thought. You can't be a Democrat and say, you know what? Maybe partial birth abortion shouldn't be allowed. What? Get out of here. I mean, they just just throw you. You're gone. I support the Second Amendment, and I will do absolutely nothing to curtail the Second Amendment. Understanding the why is everything. And while we're trying to understand the why, which could take time, a lot of time, years upon years, possibly, I wouldn't want it to, but it could. We need to do something now about school safety, which I believe means hardening the schools now, which means arming the schools, and I'll let uh, each municipality across the country decide it for themselves. Whether it's volunteers, whether it's police, whether it's hired, whatever the case may be, we, we arm and protect jewelry stores, not schools. That's pretty messed up. That's a pretty large mistake. We should protect schools first and then jewelry stores. So these the, the, the politicking on the on the guns will continue. The story in Tulsa is awful, and four people are dead, and it is a horror show. Our thoughts with them. I'm Tony Katz. So as the Supreme Court continues to do its work and put decisions out there, although we don't have one about overturning Roe v. Wade, we were told it wouldn't be till the end of June, beginning of July. Then there was rumor that it would come out in May. It did not. They are escalating their search for the source of the leaked draft opinion. Of course, it was the Justice Samuel Alito opinion on overturning Roe v. Wade that got leaked and led to people losing their minds. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669.
I mean, feel free to call in. We, we can talk firearms. We can talk about regulations. You, you're somebody who believes that guns should be kept out of the hands of 18-year-olds. Explain to me why. Break it down for me. They are requiring law clerks to provide cell phone records and sign affidavits. Some clerks so bothered, so alarmed over the moves, they are exploring whether to hire outside counsel. I would advise the uh, clerks to hire outside counsel. Uh, Look, somebody leaked it. And my argument has been, I I don't care who it was. I would fire them, and then I would, I, I said it this way. I said I would impeach the justice who hired them. All right, so so maybe, maybe that's a little extreme. Maybe that one is one that won't go down. But let's put the fear of God into some people. You don't leak from the court. You do not leak from the court. Some people suggested, well, actually, it was a conservative. It was a conservative who who who, who did this. It was a, a clerk for a conservative justice because they thought that maybe a justice was going to go a little cattywampus and so got to keep him in line. I, 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 I don't care. I don't care who it was. I want them gone. And I want serious actions taken to ensure that it doesn't happen again. I want the court protected. I want their process protected. Find me the person who doesn't and let me ask them just very uh, curiously, why not? Meanwhile, we were talking about firearms, and Ari, President Biden is is scheduled to speak uh, this evening? Is that what it is? He's, He's speaking tonight? 7.30, 7.30, I think, I think it was. I think that announcement just got made. This while the House Judiciary Committee is starting their conversations because they're going to have some gun control language coming up. Oh, get ready for it. Get ready for it. Get ready for the executive actions of Joe Biden. I, I, don't ask me what he's going to try and do. I'll take it in as we all take it in. And uh, we'll figure out how to fight it tomorrow. I'm not about to suppose what a crazy person is going to do. Crazy people do all sorts of things. But these people are still so incredibly ignorant, they think the problem is the firearm. What's it like to hate that much, to be so ideological? You just, you aren't willing to focus on the big things. Obscene, actually. Find everything at TonyCats.com. This is Tony Katz Today. There is growing concern about a persistent uh, supply issue with infant baby formula. Yeah. There's about a 40% shortage right now. Major retailers is having to limit how much people can buy. 
especially acute in places like in Tennessee, Missouri, Iowa. Uh, this is partly an FDA issue, but it yeah. could be a Biden administration issue. Just wondering if you guys are planning on taking any steps to help remedy that. Well, let me first say, as you know, but uh, the FDA issued a recall to ensure that they are meeting their obligation to protect the health of Americans, including babies, who, of course, were uh, receiving or taking this formula and ensure safe products are available. That's their job. Ensuring the availability of these products is also a priority for the FDA, and they're working around the clock to address any possible shortage. Okay. That is, that is like hearing your name, your voice on the, on the answering machine, which I know that's a very outdated reference, but we've all been there. Um, okay. Um, so what the FDA is doing, which while they're independent, they are part of the administration, is, is taking a number of steps to address. That includes working with major infant formula manufacturers to ensure they're increasing production, because part of this issue is, of course, making sure they're stock on the shelves, right? Uh, and you didn't do that, now did you, Jen Psaki? You got plenty of time to joke around while you were White House press secretary with the press corps, but you said that the FDA was working around the cl clock, the administration was working around the clock, on formula but we know that wasn't true we know that you were lying when you were having that conversation and how about being so flip and so glib about what parents should do if they can't find formula that it was a public health question which agency should that question be directed to just the very practical immediate question of if you can't find formula and you need it for your baby to eat should they be we would certainly uh, encourage any parent who has concerns about their child's health or well-being to call their doctor or pediatrician. Now, there is no other answer. You call your doctor. But this same administration had people out there, or I should say there were people out there, saying, oh, don't make your own formula. You screwed it up. You shut down the lab. You didn't have the full story. The president wasn't paying attention. The president and the administration were warned what would happen if you shut down this lab from Abbott Laboratories, this plant, I should say, that was making the formula. And then, while parents still can't find formula, your answer is, well, check with your doctor. <laughs> Some hateful stuff. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. Uh, really quick, uh, producer Ari had gotten a call and somebody confused by something I was talking about regarding firearms. Do I believe that an 18-year-old has to have training before buying a, a, a long rifle? No, 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 no. I think training is extremely important. I think everybody should engage in training. Do I believe in a requirement to engage your Second Amendment rights? No, I don't. Now, if you ask me how that applies to background checks... I am not going to defeat any concept that somehow people who have broken the law may have affected their Second Amendment rights. There are some who will tell you, but why? The, the rights are not uh, encumbered upon uh, other, uh, you know, engagements of, of law. They're rights that exist because you're an American. That's an interesting debate. That much is for sure. No, I do not believe in, in training as a prerequisite uh, illegally. I believe in training because it's smart. Back to Jen Psaki and this administration when it comes to formula. But all throughout this shortage, they have somehow made the claim that the administration 
has been working hard on the subject. We are working on every lever here to expedite uh, addressing this uh, and to ensure that when people go, when mothers go to the grocery stores in the coming weeks, that, that they will see uh, the, the uh, shelves stocked. The shelves are not stocked. The shelves are not stocked. But also uh, very, very true is that this administration would not admit that they could have done more regarding this situation. Uh, it does seem like we should have seen this coming, that maybe the FDA could have done more on the baby formula shortage. The whistleblower who used to work at that Sturgis plant warned the FDA top officials uh, about safety concerns in October, but they didn't interview that whistleblower until December. The inspection wasn't until January 31st. The recall happened February 17th. So is that timeline acceptable to the White House? And if not, what is the White House doing to correct that at the FDA? I'm sure there will be plenty of time to take a look at if there are any issues that could have been improved here. I don't have any specific analysis of that at this moment in time. How long did the administration know that this was a problem? Well, according to the minute to, to people like Jen Psaki, this is something they've been working on for a long time. According to Joe Biden, he only learned about this in April. CBS News. Biden says he found out about baby formula shortage in April. Yet he was told that shutting down this facility, this Abbott Labs facility, would create a huge hardship. The administration was warned by CEOs and didn't listen. Why was the facility shut down? Okay. Abbott Labs makes formula. And yes, we have a very, very ridiculous system for who we allow to make baby formula in the United States and how the contracts that go out to the states with the support of, of these government programs like Women, Infant, and Children and, and where the money comes from. It's obscene. It is the worst parts of big government. It should be obliterated, and we should absolutely allow for more formula to be on the marketplace from multiple players. And I would argue that you do check a recipe with your doctor and make it on your damn own to the extent that you can. Some people need certain kinds of formula because of issues with their kid, and I think it's great that we have the ability to do exactly that. But this... this production facility was shut down because two infants died from bacteria. Well, it was found uh, rather quickly, it seems, based on reporting, and, and people could argue the idea of quickly, that the bacteria in question did not come from the production facility. The production facility may have been dirty. The production facility may have had issues. And I am not arguing that those issues should not have been corrected, fines given out uh, even. I, I'm not arguing this. I am arguing that instead the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, shut down the production facility. Because of the monopolistic style in which we do formula, you just told 30-some-odd states, no formula for you. That's what you told them. And you kept this facility shut down for three months when it wasn't necessary. Maybe three weeks. Three months. Three months. Now you're creating a hardship. There was already conversations about hardships because of supply chain. Now you shut down the facility that creates the formula for 30 plus states. You create a much greater hardship. 
The administration says they've been working on this, but Biden said he was only informed about this in April. Manufacturers were alerting retailers of a shortage in February, and there were conversations about this in 2021. Joe Biden, in his own words. Question you always on every single thing. Why didn't Jack sooner? Um, well, I don't think anyone anticipated the impact of the shutdown of one facility uh, in uh, uh, and the, the, the Abbott facility. And it was accurately shut down because it was the formula was questioned in terms of its, its purity. And so once we learned of the extent of it and how broad it was, we kicked everything into gear. And I think we're, uh, I think we're on the way to be able to completely solve the problem. But. I don't think they're on the way to completely solving the problem. Let's go back over this, shall we? Um, well, I don't think anyone anticipated the impact of the shutdown. Of- I've got the CBS reporting right here. Manufacturers alerting retailers of a shortage in February. And here's Joe Biden just yesterday. Jack Sooner. Um, well, I don't think anyone anticipated the impact of the shutdown of one facility uh, in uh, uh, and the, the, the Abbott facility. And it was accurately shut down because it was the formula was questioned in terms of its, its purity. Accurately shut down is not the argument here. Accurately shut down is secondary to accurately reopened. Why was it closed for three months? That's the question. No answer there. Warnings of shortages in February, and you didn't think the shutting down of a plant would make things that bad? And then it was shut down for three months when it wasn't necessary. And so... Once we learned of the extent of it and how broad it was, we kicked everything into gear. And I think we're, uh, I think we're on the way to be able to completely solve the problem. But. Because you've gotten this formula from all around the globe because you couldn't make it yourself. Because you, you had a Operation Fly formula. Can you imagine you had a military operation for formula? It's... What a weird world we live in, kids. So now the questions come from the press corps. And this is where your mind's going to explode. They did, but I didn't. Didn't the CEOs tell you that shutting down the facility would have a major impact? And President Biden says they did. I didn't. What does that even mean? You were warned. You were told. The retailers already knew that things were going to be bad. They told you that the continued shutdown of this facility was going to be problematic. They they knew it was bad, but you didn't know it. Why didn't you listen? What exactly do you do all day? You know, there was a weird, weird uh, kind of, not, not meme, meme's not the right word, um, uh, a theory that, you know, um, these people uh, in the Biden administration, they don't care about feeding kids. I mean, just look at their position on abortion. And I was always like, whoa. 
that's not me. That isn't the way I engage. Sorry, not. They told you and they warned you and they were warning retailers and you really do seem like a guy who had no care about this whatsoever. So, no, I don't engage the idea, well, they're, they're pro-abortion, so they're fine with, with, with kids not eating. Uh, that's not me. But let's get into the fact that there was a real lack of care about kids eating. I mean, take you have your own politics, I have mine, we agree, we disagree, that, that, that's, that's totally fine. I'm, I'm asking you to take a step back. Sit on the bar stool, have a sip of bourbon, and 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 just look at it, look at it dispassionately politically. We're talking about how new parents feed their infant child. It didn't dawn on you that that would be a priority. Once you strip away all the politics, you are left. With this question, you didn't know? It didn't dawn on a single person in your administration, Joe Biden, that not being able to feed infants might be an issue? Might be a story? Might affect your poll numbers negatively? Notice I said we shouldn't think politically. I didn't say he wasn't going to think politically. Ask yourself, ask your friend at the bar stool, ask your family over dinner tonight, ask your coworker right now, look over in the car next to you. How is it possible that you didn't ask yourself this? You didn't think of this. People aren't going to be able to feed their kids. Now, I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure that's not good for a guy asking for votes, considering if they can't feed their kids, the future voters will be dead. This whole formula story is an effing mind scramble. The lies from the White House, what the White House already knew, what the retailers already knew, and no help from a so-called caring, loving, all-encompassing federal government to say, hey, here's how you feed your kids. This is a recipe from the CDC. This is, this was my Mima's recipe when she fed my dad. You know, he's from Scranton. Scrappy guy. Uh, scrappy people come from Scranton. Zero. I'm glad there's been the importation because while I'm disgusted by it, I want people to be able to feed their kids. I am glad that the facility seems to be getting back online so we can get this solved. But that's a temporary solve. We need to absolutely ruin these contracts, this idea of this this, uh, uh, monopolistic system, and allow more competent manufacturers into the game. This is not me attacking Abbott Labs. This is me saying we need more competition and the end of these contracts making a decision for millions of families across America. I'm Tony Katz. Dow is up near 200, NASDAQ is up 239, which is interesting. 
because there's this jobs report out, but it's not the jobs report, Labor Department jobs report. It's from ADP, the payroll people. And they've gotten this wrong before. They're making the claim that in May, jobs went up by 128,000, but the estimate is 299,000. And that, kids, is not just a miss. That right there is embarrassing. Yeah, it is. That's real, real bad. But it's ADP, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, give it that much credit. I really want to wait for for what comes out in the in the real jobs report. But I find it interesting that while they've got this and a revision of of the April numbers down, Ford is going to add six thousand jobs because they're going to boost electric vehicle production with what chips? May I add? They're adding 6,200 hourly union jobs at three Midwest plants because of the electric F-150 and uh, the electric versions of the Mustang and the Ranger pickup. Okay. What about the people at the other plants? What about all the cars that don't have chips that aren't making it to car dealers because all those car dealers, take a look at their lots, they're freaking empty. I got questions. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.